You may be seated. Isn't that a good song? Forever and ever and ever and ever, we're going to one of these days get to sing in His presence. But until then, we get to sing, is what is it Paul says, through a glass dimly. We know He's there. We know He hears us. We know He is, uh, he is hearing His sons and His daughters sing His praise. There's nothing greater. There's nothing better that we could be doing to be able to sing in, his, in the presence with other like-minded believers. We, have, we come from different places. We have different likes and different all kind of differences but there is one thing that ultimately holds us all together and it is Christ he is our savior he is our lord and my prayer is that you that you know Christ last night we had uh, Yancey here she did a great job had a great night in here of worship Yancey did, does kids music and our summer camp worshiped with her all year long all summer long and it was just a great time and she during one of her sets, she went over to the piano and she led us in John three sixteen. and And as she was saying that verse, I want us to. I just want us to say John three sixteen together. Y'all ready? For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him will not perish but have everlasting life. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome that whosoever believes in Him will not perish but have everlasting life? I pray that you have a relationship with Christ. It is good to see the, the two that were baptized this morning. And, and Rob said he was going to use it sort of as a commercial. If you've not been baptized, my question is why not? Don't let the video, you don't have to have a video. Don't let that trip you up and say, hey, I don't want to stand in front of a screen. You don't have to. Uh, Ethiopian eunuch looks at Philip and he says, what hinders me from being baptized? Nothing. Baptism is a first step. This is the absolute first step of obedience. Once you trust Christ as your Lord and Savior, when Jesus becomes your all, your first thing is to follow in believer's baptism. It's, it's an example set, for, set forth by Christ Himself. He went down and, and He came up. And it's what we do. It's symbolic. It represents what God has done already in our lives. It's telling the world that, hey world... I'm not ashamed. Just as Christ died and was buried, I also died of my old self and buried again. And I'm raised new. Just as Christ lives forever and ever, we live forever with Him. And we want everybody in the world to know. Let me pray for you this morning so that you listen, not to me. I don't want you to hear me this morning. I just want you to hear a very simple truth. It's not complicated. Never should be. Never should be complicated. I want you to hear it, though. Father God, help us to to be able for the next few moments hear from you. God, I pray that wherever they are, whatever their life is, is like right now, we know our young people started back to school. That means our teachers are back, our administrators are back, but God, our, our coaches, our teams, our cheerleaders, our bands, they're all back at it. And God, for those that just work week in and week out, they're just back to work and life is happening. But Lord, wherever they are, whatever the situation is in their, in their context, God, I pray that for the next few moments that they will simply listen to the Word, simply listen to Your Word, God. I don't know what they're struggling with. I don't know what they're trying to fight against or, or fight for, but God, I pray that we would hear from You right now. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've got your Bibles, I want to invite you to turn with me over to Psalm, Psalm 46. Psalm 46 this morning, I've titled it, it's just simply rest. Just simply rest. And when you think about resting, what comes to mind? 
For some of you, it's the nap you're going to get after lunch this afternoon. It's that Sunday afternoon nap. For others, it's you've, you've cut grass all day on a Saturday, and you go in, and you kick back in that recliner, and you're just going to close your eyes for a second, and then 45 minutes to an hour and a half later, you, you open your eyes back up, and that rest become a, a long nap, become a long sleep. Rest is, is what we think about when we, when we just sit down for a little bit. Hey, I'm tired. I need to rest. Rest is a word here that in just Psalm 46.10, God tells us to rest. He tells us to be still, to stop striving, to, to let go, to just stop. Look at verse 10. It says, cease striving, be still, and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. You know, you can get so busy. You can get so caught up in life. You can get so caught up with the distractions that are this world that we are just, we, we can't catch ourselves from, from passing. We pass and repass ourselves. We, we don't know where we're to be. We, we're, we're just all over the place. The Bible says be still and know that He's God. Rest. Rest in His his provision, rest in His love, rest in His goodness, rest in His mercy, rest in the fact that God knows exactly what He's doing in your life right now. I don't know if you've been sick or are sick or have had sickness in the past or what. You know, God, God sees all of that. Yeah, we got school starting back and and you know, I, I know it's an anxious time for many, new classes, new teachers, new friends, new, new expectations that are put on our students. And it can be an anxious time, it can be a, a very trying time, but Scripture says, rest, know that I got this. You know, it comes down to, do we believe God's in control? Y'all answer that question out loud. Do you believe God's in control? Okay. You haven't fallen off his radar, have you? Have you? Have you? No. God sees you. God doesn't lose anybody. God knows exactly what's going on in your world right now. You know, we got this COVID thing, this variant that's back up. This new COVID conversation. And it's real. I, I'm not downplaying it one bit. It's, it's real. Be safe. Be be be. Led and guided by the Spirit. Wash your hands. Do the things you need to do. But it's got so many people concerned. It's got so many people worried to death. God is in control. I'm not saying be foolish. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying He knows what He's doing. And, and we've got to trust Him. I, I, hear, I hear people say, I'm just so worried. I'm just so worried about, about our country. I'm so worried about our world. I'm I'm worried about my family. I'm worried about my kids, my grandkids. What kind of world are they going to grow up in? I'm, I'm worried about what we're leaving them. I'm worried about what the government, the decisions this government is making. I'm just, I'm just so worried that they're not doing it right. Is God in control? God knows what He's doing, church. God knows what He's up to. Look at verse 1. Verse 1, it says, God is our refuge and strength. A very present 
help in trouble. That means he's right here with us right now. Whether you're starting college, we got several that start in college. We got several starting new careers. We got several. It's God knows what he's doing right now. He's a very present help right now in your world. There could be relationship stuff going on in here. God's a very present help. I started reading this passage. It was just, I mean, I just read through it over and over and over. I've been reading through this one for now a week or so. And I got stuck on that present. He's very present right now. He, he is my present God is our refuge and strength, a very present help. He is, my, he is presently my refuge. He is presently my strength like, strength, like right now. He is my strength right now. He is my refuge. He's my protection. He's my strong tower, my fortress. Look on down. And here's what the world is like. The world is very similar to the next few verses. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change. Things change all the time. The Bible says we're not to fear though the world should change. And though the mountains slip into the heart of the sea, though the waters roar and foam, though the mountains quake, that it's swelling. You know what? And I read it. I, I, I look at Scripture and I just read it all different ways. Especially this is a psalm. And I was trying to think about what the, what the psalmist, what the choir leader was writing when he said this. Therefore, if the earth changes, Jesus, God is still our very present help. If the waters roar, God is our present help. If, if they foam and they're tumultuous, God is our present help. If, if the mountains quake and, the, and all of this happens, if the earth slips off into the sea, guess what? God is still with us. No matter what is going on, God is still with you. So what should we do in, in light of that? Either God's going to handle it, or He's not. Uh, think about, y'all all saw this possibly popped up on your Facebook. Do you realize that, you remember the Twin Towers? You remember 9-11? You remember 9-11? Terrorist attack? That was 20 years ago. 20 whole years. Some of you are like, man, I'm getting old. Yeah. 20 whole years ago, 9-11 took place. Remember how uh, complicated and how uncertain and how wild life was right after that time? I remember I remember driving up to the bank and, and I was listening to something on the radio about, hey, they're, hit, they're flying some tower, they're flying some planes and things are happening in New York. And I get into the bank and the branch manager's got our little TV. It wasn't a flat screen. It was a boat anchor kind of TV. Remember 20 years ago? It was a big boat anchor kind of little thing in there. We just sat in front of it and watched, and we watched that other plane hit that tower. We sat and watched them. We had to go to work, but we pulled the, the TVs out. Y'all remember all that? There's been a lot of water under the bridge since then, hadn't there? Hadn't God took care of you? 20 years. I remember walking up into church after that. Church was full. That little church I was at outside of Highland Home was full packed. People coming from all over the place. Why? Because oh my, what's going to happen? I tell you what's going to happen. God's going to handle this like he's handled all the rest. 
God's going to take care of this event just like he took care of the last one. God's going to be in control now just like he always has been in control. How in the world can God tell us to rest? Because he knows what he's doing. He's got it all figured out. And he tells us to just be still. And rest in him. Trust him. Stop trying to. Any, any, any micromanagers in here? Hey God, let me help you with this one. Anybody? Now we all do that. Let me make it easy for you, God. Yeah. That's not what he says do. He doesn't say, hey, come help. He says, no, be still. Stop striving. Let go. And let me be God. That's what I meant this morning when I prayed and I said, I want you to hear this. Some of you need to hear that. It's not a complicated sermon not deep and heavy biblical stuff. It's just a simple truth. God's got this. But but you know, in the middle of it, in the middle of your world, here's what happens. In the middle of your world, I'm just that guy that, that, that you walk in for some reason. You just keep walking in and sitting down and getting another lashing of it. I'm just that guy that stands up here and talks about this old book. But the real world's out those doors. That's where, that's where the pain is, and that's where the pressure is, and that's where the, that's where the anxiety is, and the struggle, and the uncertainty. And it's right out those doors is where we are to be at most. Resting and trusting and being still and allowing the God of this universe to just be God. Just be God. Listen. Let your spirit hear this. God knows what he's doing in your life right now. God knows what he's doing. He sees the... He sees it. He sees the... the eh, the spider web you've done wove of mess and bad decisions and sillinesses and hey God you stay over there and watch me mess this one up one more time and he's seen that time after time after time again and he sees it and you know what this morning today he is saying trust me for some of us we got to repent Some people need to repent from playing God. Some people need to repent from playing God. Some people need to repent for thinking that they've got to they've got to control every little thing. I got all my little chickens in, in my spot. Control freaks. Any control freaks in here? Raise your hand. Rest of you are liars. Just trust him. Be still. It's hard for a control freak to let let God. It's hard for a person that's that's got to have his finger on the, on the pulse and on the on the decision. Well, well, the only way it's going to be done right if I do it. Ever said that? Don't even raise your hand. But that's where we are, church. 
And God says, stop, be still and know that I'm God. Be still and watch me work. Be still and watch me show out. In the middle of this chaos, in the middle of variance, and in the middle of, of worlds and governments and Afghanistans and Talibans and taxes and inflation and all this stuff in the midst of all of this stuff that we have no control over. We got control over one thing, and that's this right here. Me. You got control over you. God says, be still and know that I'm God. Be still and know that right there in the middle of your messed up stuff, I got a plan. I know what I'm doing. I'm working it all out. I don't need you to sit there and dig a deeper hole. I just need you to sit there and, and turn it over to me and trust me. Let me be God. Let me be your Lord. No slave calls the shots. No slave has his finger on every decision. A slave does not do that. A slave simply serves his master. And we're his slaves. We're his sons and his daughters. Keep reading it. I want you to let's read it all the way through. I'm going to read it all the way through. And hear this. It's a song. I don't know how they sung it. Nobody knows the tune of it. They say it was probably sung by women. So just think of a soprano. Think of me as a beautiful soprano. Really cool. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Isn't that awesome? Therefore we will not fear, though the earth should change, and though the mountains slip into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains quake at its swelling pride. Notice the contrast now we see in verse 4. There is a river whose streams make glad. The city of God. The holy dwelling places of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She will not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations made an uproar. The kingdoms tottered. He raised his voice and the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Come behold the works of the Lord. Who has wrought desolations in the earth. He makes wars to cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariots with fire. Cease striving. Be still. Relax. Let go. Stop it. And know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. God of Jacob is our stronghold. Church, Christian, I want you to see this. I want you to hear this. God hasn't forgotten you. God hasn't lost you. If you're His, you're still His. If you're His son or daughter, you're still His son or daughter. If you're a child of the king, you're still a child of the king. And 
although the distractions and the chaos and the, the messiness of this world will continue, in the middle of it, God tells us to simply glorify Him by trusting Him, obey Him, seek Him, hunger for Him, run to Him and rest in His presence, rest in His, His peace, His joy, rest in, rest in His provision. I thought, about, I thought about John 15, I'm the vine, you're the branches, abiding in Christ, abide in Him. Just rest in Him. It'd do some of us some good. It would do some of you some good to let go of some of this stuff that the devil's got you chasing and the devil's got you figuring out and the devil's got you, oh, well, if we can just get this and this. I call it chess. Stop playing chess and let God be God. Stop trying to move the players around on the board and let God be the God that He is. Quit trying to, well, if, well, if th- I could just get this to happen and I could just get this to happen and if I could just make this all... If, uh, verses, alright God. That preacher this morning said I just need to give it to you. That preacher this morning said that that you are presently with me right now. God, and I believe your word is true. I believe your spirit is with me. I believe that I'm your son. I believe that I'm your daughter. I believe that you're never going to leave me nor forsake me. I believe that you've got a plan for my life. God, I'm just going to trust you. I'm going to let you be I'm going to give you control. You know, there's a lot of people that need to do that. It's not complicated. But it's a huge step of faith. It's a massive step of faith. Taking the, we call it claws around here. Taking our claws out of all this stuff that we think we're running. All this stuff we think that we've got to we've got to be the center of or it ain't gonna work. Trust God. Trust God. For the last twenty years since nine eleven, for some of you since presidents were assassinated, since wars have happened, since every disease under the sun has been invented, God is still in control. He's still in control. He knows what he's doing. Rest in him. I'm going to pray for you. And here's what I want to do. I want you to bow your heads. And, and, and I don't want you to pray. I want you to listen to me pray for you. I don't want you to pray yet. I want you to just listen to me. Let me pray for you. Can I pray for you? Because some of you some of you are, are like, all right, it's, uh, uh, let me get back to my mess. You need praying for I'm going to pray for you. Just bow your heads. Bow your heads and listen. Father God in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus on behalf of each individual in this room. God, every son, daughter, every mama, daddy, every husband, wife, every grandparent, every man, woman, boy, and girl, I come to you right now on behalf of each one of these. 
And God, I pray your blessings over them. God, I know in our, in our system, in our world, we are convinced that we have to do or it ain't going to get done. But Lord, I pray that you would release many around this room, God. Release them to rest. Release them to trust you, God. Release them to simply, they all said, yes, you're in control. They all said, yes, you know what you're doing. Lord, I pray that you would help them to simply step out on childlike faith. And give it to you. God, I don't know the problems. I don't know the concerns. I don't know the issues. I don't know the worry. I don't know what it is. But God, I pray in the name of Jesus that they will just give it to you and rest in your provision, rest in your grace and in your mercy and in your holiness. I want you to hear this. Listen. God loves you. Who sent his son Jesus to die so that you could have a relationship with him if you're in this room and you are you are rebelling against that truth. You've never trusted Christ as your Lord and Savior. Please trust him. Please trust him. And Father God, I pray now in this in these next this next few moments God, they're going to give it to them. Guys, I want to encourage you to pray right now. Talk to them. Repent. Confess. Put it in His hands. I've visualized this prayer so many times. This is that prayer to where we are taking that napkin and we're laying all the napkin down at the foot of the cross. And right before we walk away, we run and we grab just, we tear just a corner off. You know what I mean? You see it, don't you? Listen, don't tear a corner off. Give it all to Him. Jesus' name. Amen.